When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ramble. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I'm one of your hosts, Becky, and I'm joined by Margaret. Hello. We got Rainy on the ones and twos. Hi. And our sweet baby angel, Matthew, was not feeling well this morning. So to save us all from illness, he stayed home. Um, which you should do if you feel sick. Because yes. speaking of illness, I had COVID this last week. <gasps> I hate that. I got the cocoa. Mm-hmm. I hate that for you. I'm uh, so sorry. I didn't love it. What I did not appreciate about it, but what I, for my anxiety, what helped is I knew exactly where I got it. Mm. A mom next to me at Mommy and Me had COVID. She texted us the next day. I tested positive. So I tested that day. Negative. And you when, had like minimal symptoms, yeah? You wouldn't have yeah, really known. Yeah, yeah, Oh, no, no, no. I had nothing going on. So mm-hmm. I was like, I had had like a cold for the past month. So I was congested the way that I had been for the past month. Mm-hmm. But then I was seeing my friend with a baby on Wednesday. So I was like, okay, I'm going to mask and take a COVID test in the morning. Right. Took a COVID test. Negative. Okay. Friday morning, before I go to mommy and me again, I'm like, I should test again. Yeah. It's been seven days at this point. Tested. Negative. Saturday morning, we're going to a baby's birthday party. And I'm like, oh, maybe we should change Henny before we go in so we don't have to do it while we're there. And I did the classic, like, parents sniff the, like, lift your baby up and you just put your head in there and smell nothing. I was like, oh, I didn't poop, so that's good. And I took his diaper off and was like, oh, no. It was, he pooped. Oh, And I didn't smell it at all. And so I was like, oh, we need to go get a COVID test right now. So Keith ran and got me a COVID test. Obviously, it popped up positive immediately. Yeah. We also bought masks at the same time. So I put on a mask. Keith put on a mask. Can't put a mask on a baby. Right. Um, but we get home, and I immediately go into the back house. Keith and Henny didn't get it. That's wild. No cocoa for them. That's yeah. great. We isolated, wore masks. And it's so sudden how your smell just dissipated because I imagine you changed a diaper the day before. Yeah, I changed a (laughs) diaper the day before. It was actually, we got skunked that week. We got skunked on like Thursday. And literally I was like leaving the house because it smelled so bad. Mm. So like I still had my smell Thursday, Friday, Saturday, like very early in the morning. Mm -hmm. And then it was something between like 8 a.m. and 11 a.m. where it fully turned. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, dabbing over here, I'm fully vaxxed Woo, with the brand goodness. newest one. So I had barely any symptoms right. other than loss of smell and taste. How long did that last? Just four days. Oh, quick. And I got a, I ordered um, essential oils because my doctor said you should try sniffing these mm-hmm. um, to try and help retrain your nose so that you don't have any long-term yeah. consequences because I don't the people who have long COVID that don't have their smell back or have like a fucked up sense of taste now Ugh, food tastes different mine went away for like eight weeks the yeah. first time I got it which was awful like and I you, just kept you got eating it way at the way you were early, like first wave first wave no vaccines obviously yeah and it just lasted so long food Ugh. tasted bland and I was just always eating large amounts of things hoping that like the cumulative effects would like eventually hit so it was like lots of spicy food Mm -hmm. and like an overabundance of sweets so I'd eat like an entire chocolate bar dark chocolate when's it gonna hit and it would not really hit the same way it's so hard it's so hard mask up yeah get the vaccine Mm -hmm. I really think it helped me not be feel horrible yeah you know what I mean I had like a little bit of a something kind of the week before you did. Mm -hmm. And I was terrified because like, even if you have some sort of like sinus congestion, I feel like that's like the perfect environment to get something else. Like if you are like a little, but I kept testing and there was nothing, but there's definitely other, 
other buggies going around as well. Which is why we love that, Matt. I think it should be more normalized. I mean, in American society, it's definitely not. I hear in Europe, it's a little different. And like Asia, it's different. But if you're actively sick, like Mm -hmm. why are we not letting people stay home? Like work from home. Don't get everyone else sick. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Well, I'm so glad you're better this week. And me too. Yeah. And it was, um, we waited until I was tested negative and I could see Henny again, my baby. <gasps> Poor thing. I was so sad. That was so hard. Yeah. Being away from your baby, like, it was different than when he was in the NICU because I feel like in the NICU, I didn't like know him. Right. <laughs> like, like, who is this thing that just popped out of yeah, me? Yeah. And you're dealing with so much like adrenaline and hormones and <laughs> the pumping and all of that, you're just like stressed and freaked out. And then this was like, no, I miss smelling his head and I miss yeah. holding him in my arms. Mm. And Keith was at home. So it was like we would go sit outside and I'd be like, I just want to hold you. But you're you're right over there and I can't and I can't I go near you. Well, was, Becky and I were playing with Henry yesterday and he, we were playing this thing where Henry was in my lap and Becky would <laughs> yeah. be across the way and he'd always like turn his head. And we'd be playing like peekaboo, peekaboo, because object permanence is fun for kids. And he knew. He was like, mom's behind me. He was like, he kept looking at me. He was like, where, where? And I feel bad now because I feel like I like traumatized him because I was there one minute and then not there the next. No, I feel like he got it. I feel like, yeah, if you turn around. He's like, you'll find her. Because like we've been noticing the past like couple mornings when I get up to like go get more coffee or go to the bathroom, he'll be with Keith and I'll go, huh, huh, huh. And I'm like, oh. Oh. It like makes me want to cry. Yeah. And I'm like, I know I should not be like encouraging that kind of like behavior. Yeah, that sadness or whatever. But I'm like, it is so sweet when he's so excited to I see know. me. He's like, Mama. I know. Uh, it Mama. was very sweet. Very sweet. He's such a little baby angel. I love him. I miss him already. I, I look at his photos on my phone and I'm like, <laughs> I miss you. That's what I was doing too. I was literally, that's what my mom says she does. I was like watching videos of him, like just laying in a bed, like, I miss you. <laughs> I miss you. But I really, I mean, he's since he was a preemie, like the idea of getting him sick would have like oh, yeah. made me vomit. Like, yeah. and but thankfully, like when we called the pediatrician, because that was basically the first thing I did. Um, and he did have first shot mm-hmm. COVID vaccine. I got the vaccine while I was preg- pregnant. Mm-hmm. I think I got one while I was pregnant and one while I was breastfeeding. Is how it ended up working out. So he had some pretty good immunity. uh, But they were saying babies, and again, this is just one pediatrician. Mm -hmm. They were like, babies tend to not have symptoms as terribly, like the under twos. Mm. So he was like, you know, watch out. And we tested him. Right. um, Which was very weird. Because they're like, this okay. little tiny dee, little, dee, dee, dee. I mean, yeah. it's a big Q-tip for their Keith was very nose. gentle. <laughs> Keith was You're very like, gentle. Careful, don't touch his brain. <laughs> yeah. And thankfully, one of the moms in Mommy and Me is a physician's assistant, too. So she was checking in and like, oh, everybody nice. was very sweet. Yeah. yeah. Very helpful. Aww. But stay safe out there, guys. Yeah. It's no fun. Wash your hands. Yeah. Wash your hands. My God. I told you the last time, maybe a couple weeks ago, I watched this TikTok mm-hmm. where this girl was like, I was coming out of the bathroom and like there was another girl who came out of the bathroom at the same time and we kind of like both didn't wash our hands and we were like, oh yeah, you don't wash your hands all the time either. Like, hee, like such a funny thing. And I was like, that is fucking foul. That's so yucky. That is so gross. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Like germs are real. Yes. <laughs> we have soap for a reason. Please wash your hands. Yeah. Oh, happy birthday twice. Happy birthday twice. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. That was crazy. But speaking of watching TikToks. Yes. This has nothing to do with TikToks. It's more about watching things. Okay. Um, What are you watching right now? Because I obviously got to watch a lot of shows. While you well, I tried saying- to watch shows while I was isolated, but I was very tired. Yeah. I'm I was sure. fatigued as well. I mm-hmm. guess that was another symptom. Um, I am currently watching The Curse. We are on the last episode, <gasps> so I don't know what happens yet, but it is so uncomfortable. I'm just shocked that you like The Curse. Like, I, I of, all the, said, of all the shows that are on right now, a Nathan Felder show is like not the show I would think you would right. be into. <laughs> I am into it, but it has been getting more and more. I mean, that's the point. Yeah, it's it supposed gets more to be more uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yeah. 
But Emma Stone is so great. We just saw Poor Things a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. We also saw The Holdovers recently after it came out of theaters. So you're hitting those Oscar noms. Yeah. That's really all we're watching. Yeah. We're not like super... Zach's been getting home pretty late mm-hmm. last... The last couple weeks at night, so there's not a lot <laughs> of time last for week because Keith was had to work from home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not a lot of show, like binge shows, but we yeah, movies here and there. What about you? I am watching something that I think Rainy would L O V E. What is it? Percy Jackson. I love Percy. It's so good as I obviously loved the books. Uh And I'm one of the few people I think that enjoyed the movie. I liked the Logan Lerman version. (laughs) Yes, was it dumb, but... It was good. It was it it satisfied the need. The second one, absolutely not. They should have stopped there. Rick Rorden agrees. Um, But the TV show is absolutely phenomenal. Where is it streamed? It's on Disney. It's a Disney show. Okay. Um, So it's basically like about this boy who's like supposed to be like 12, 13, whatever. And it's uh, Walker Scoble, I think is his last name. Mm -hmm. He was the little boy in... um, not Deadpool, a different Ryan Reynolds movie with a lot of swearing. Oh, I, he he was that's new where to he me. got like fit. That's where his like <laughs> big thing was. He was in a movie with Ryan Reynolds where he swore a lot. But he's this really cute little kid, um, and he his mom he you know his dad left or I think when he's he thinks he died I don't remember. Okay, but um, he his mom tells him all these stories about like Greek mythology, mm-hmm. um, and his name is Perseus and all this. You know they call him Percy. Um, and one day, or, uh, you know, throughout his childhood, he could see these things, like these monsters. And everyone was just like, you're daydreaming, you're daydreaming, you're daydreaming. While one day rolls around and this monster comes at him and he's like, ah! And then his mom's like, okay, remember all those stories I told you about the Greek gods? Uh-huh. You're actually a demigod. Whoa. And then he has to go to this camp called Camp Half-Blood. And he meets his BFFs, Annabeth. And that are also Greek gods and goddesses. Well, Grover is a satyr, and then Annabeth is Athena's daughter. So the demigods are the the gods basically went and like mated with a bunch of humans. (gasps) Whoa, yeah. And so it's their story, and they're trying to figure out who the lightning thief is. So it's really good. I do wish they would have hour long episodes. Mm. Like something that I really wish we would bring back is the one hour long like 25 episode seasons like these eight episode 45 minute shows are not enough for not me enough. i'm not satisfied i feel like it would be an hour if there were commercials that's tr- maybe they do do a lot of fade to blacks for yeah. and i'm like keith why do they do these fade to blacks and he's like so that if they ever add commercials or ads they could put it on and it's I was 48 like, minutes plus 10 minutes commercial that seems pretty on brand this one's for- a 30 it's like i think it's like 35 minutes oh. It needs to be longer. The pacing, I I feel like they could fit more in. They could fit more in. The tone, the scenery, the outfits, the chemistry. It's perfect. They just like nailed everything. Wow. It's so, so good. Fun. Yeah. V good. Highly recommend. Um, And then the other show we've been watching is my mom recommended it. And I was like weird because it's like not a show that she would normally like. It's called Deadlock uh-huh. on Amazon Prime. And it's an Australian show. And it's basically like a noir comedy. Mm-hmm. So it's shot beautifully. And it's this murder mystery. But all the characters are batshit crazy except for the main character. I love that your <laughs> She's mom a detective. Like, this is yeah. great. She was like, you should watch this. <laughs> And then I started it um, while I was in isolation. And then I was like, I should stop and tell Keith about it so that he can watch it too. Because he says I watch a lot of shows without him. Mm. And it's like, well, he doesn't watch. He like, he'll come home and be like, I have to make a thumbnail. And I'm like, I know, same with Zach. I'm like, that's unfortunate that you have to make that thumbnail. I'm going to watch another episode of Fargo. (laughs) I know, you have to have your own like little shows that you do without because it gets, when you do them all together, it gets like, okay, I want to keep going. But (laughs) you are just staying up crazy late and I'm just 
would like to watch You're my like, show. I only got till nine. Yeah. And I've started a new, since I was over in isolation with my humidifier, mm. I was like trying to be really proactive just in case I started getting any like congestion or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I have a humidifier next to my bed. Wow. And I have my little sleep mask that I put on. Look at you. And I like, I take my little magnesium supplement at night. So I just like lay into bed and like coze in. And Keith, not so quick to fall asleep. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like lay down and like, I'm glad you're prioritizing you. <laughs> I love the sleep. Yeah. I mean, it's so good for you to b- try and wake up at the same time every day. And you have a baby. So that's We have a built-in alarm clock. Yeah. Though the other day he woke up at like 4 a.m. Like he had a oh. nightmare or something. Oh. He just woke up and was like, ah! And then I just went in there and sang to him and then put him back down. He went back to sleep. <gasps> you're allowed and to I sing to him like, now. And I was like, what's wrong? Wow. Oh, yeah. You're allowed to sing to him? Allow- I'm allowed to sing now. Um, um, for audience <laughs> listening, um, Keith had a very strict rule. This was like we had a talked strict about. strict policy. Before they, like years before even having kids, we learned that kids learn pitch from their parents. So they're like, Zach and I would always tease that we were going to sing to Henry and like mess up his pitch because Zach yeah. and I aren't great singers. <laughs> yeah. I would say I'm not known to be the best best as well (laughs) so oopsie on that oops (laughs) it's okay we'll cancel him out and like put hymns and that's what I said I'm like I I play him a lot of music yeah we don't do a lot of baby music though that's except for what comes out of the machines if there's a machine with a sound on it but otherwise I'm not really Zach grew up with like like, a lot of Bob Marley I feel like you can just do whatever (laughs) whatever you feel like yeah it's one of those things where I'm like I feel like if they don't know about kids music maybe they don't like crave it but then I'm also like well am I not doing like songs that have a pitch that's high enough for you to hear Oh, or like is it because that happy song by Imogen Heap that one's got some and he likes that yeah I'm like oh nah I feel like he's gonna hear enough music in his lifetime so he should be good that's true he'll be he'll be well sad like well satisfied with music Mm -hmm. but anywho marguerite i have some audience questions for you now that we've caught up on our on our immaculate vibes let's Mm. do it okay maggie so i i almost said scammed (laughs) scoured is the word i was looking for scoured our emails to find some questions okay um, this one just tickled me. I just thought it was a funny dilemma to have. Um, so this gal mm-hmm. wrote in and she says, I have a dilemma for you. My boyfriend, 22 male, and I, 22 female, are moving in together soon and we'll be sharing a room and a bed. My boyfriend wants to use his t-shirt quilt that a close family friend made him as our primary duvet on the bed. Whoa. It's a quilt made of his old elementary school t-shirts, old sports shirts, favorite shirts he couldn't wear anymore. I like the quilt and I know it means a lot to him, but I'm not crazy about using it every day. And I would prefer to switch to my all green Ikea duvet, which I love and is much more cozy. Mm -hmm. I know I'll be the one making the bed and I don't want to see the t-shirt quilt on our bed every day as it feels a little random and disorganized to me. And I would prefer to have a solid color duvet. He seems to be hesitant to buy a new comforter that we both like and our finances are tight since we're making the big move. How do we come to a compromise on this? And how do we make one room feel like both of our styles? Thanks in advance. Love the pod. XOXO quilt hater. I love this. I love this little dilemma. I love it. I'm also like, this feels very Midwestern to me. Because like that was a big thing when I was in like high school was like getting a quilt made of all your like theater production t-shirts. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that's regional specific. Did you, did people make quilts out of? Close. <laughs> I mean, in high school, I feel like people were very into those fleece blankets that you kind of not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot of people had those, but I didn't see a lot of quilts with T-shirts. Yeah. I saw a lot of like fun pattern patchwork quilts, but yeah. that's fun. I feel like <laughs> if you want to come to a compromise, why not? I mean, if we do think this is somewhere in the Midwest, yeah, it's winter. <laughs> you can use that in your favor and kind of like segue. You're like, we're going to yeah. put the quilt as... The, the quilt yeah. and then the duvet on top and then once summer spring rolls around you rip his quilt out there and you just win I'm just kidding <laughs> that's kind of what I think though I mean maybe not with the ripping the quilt out of there <laughs> but like just layer up yeah and then if it's too hot for you he can use the quilt 
on his side and you can use the duvet on your side. Yeah, I actually have a friend who they don't like to share comforters whatsoever. So they each have like their own. I don't know if it's like twin size technically or queen because they sleep in a king and Mm -hmm. they each have their own comforters. Oh, you can always do that. Yeah. And then if you don't really like looking at it, you could put it over. Yeah. 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 I feel like that's an easy, easy little compromise. What would you do if Keith like insisted on, I don't know, I feel like you and I sometimes are like texture people when it comes to like (gasps) Mm -hmm. fabrics and things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How would you feel if Keith wanted, like he just had opposing. Opposing views on it. On fabrics. (laughs) There's just not much that like. You can't compromise on. Yeah. And there's not much that Keith really puts his foot down on. Really? <laughs> like when it comes to like things in the house, like usually if he has a strong opinion about something, then we just end up doing what he wanted because he rarely has cares. Yeah. yeah. Not that he doesn't care about the way the house looks. That's just not a priority for him. That's just not something that like, yeah, like if things are a little disorganized or like messy looking like this quilt would be messy looking to me mm-hmm. so like that I would get the same way I would get like a little anxious kind of looking at something that was disorganized for so long yeah. whereas Keith is like it could be literally anything mm-hmm. on the bed and he'd be like YOLO yeah love it's, this. it's where I sleep yeah it wouldn't it wouldn't really bother him at all so I feel like we haven't really had to compromise too much in the past on things. on terms of things like that mm-hmm. yeah I would say we compromise more on like I like to add things and Mm. Keith's like, I think we should live with things for longer before we add to them. Gotcha. If that makes sense. Like Mm. I'll be like, oh, I think we should add some pillows on the bed. And I'll be like, well, we don't really need pillows because we have pillows. So why would we add pillows? And I'm like, because it's decorative. And he's (laughs) like, but you're just going to take them off at night when we sleep. And I was like, yeah, truth. That is a truth. Yeah. But I feel like you and Zach had very different styles when you first moved in together because you had lived on your own, not on your own. You'd had roommates, but mm-hmm. like. But own room. Uh, yeah, your own room. And you weren't really like, I remember those that guy you lived with mm-hmm. was like not, wasn't like he really cared what was going on in the living room. You no. know what I mean? You had your separate spaces. Mm-hmm. How was it when you first moved in together and Zach, the king of, like, I remember going into Zach's bedroom years years oh ago yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point because their bathroom downstairs was disgusting and I was like I'm not using that I'm gonna go up to your bathroom their there bathroom wasn't a real downstairs door downstairs was like saloon little swinging yeah, doors I where you like, can like if you just look above or look below you could see the person going to the bathroom yeah I was like to be, I was like not to be gross but I'm like I'm not changing my tampon in that bathroom <laughs> that's a nasty bathroom um but I had to climb over like piles of, of stuff to get I to know. the bathroom that was in his bedroom. I know. So it's like, he how did you with compromise? Two other, two other men. <laughs> yeah, who seemed like they also did not care about the aesthetic of, of yeah. the yeah. thing. So yeah. how did you find compromise in your space and so, organization? Organization's always been hard because I feel like if you don't have like home for things, like it's really easy to get pretty cluttery pretty quickly so I think that Zach's very sentimental about things and like we do have memory boxes and like his parents have sent over things from his childhood too and I'm like I don't have more space for this (laughs) This I don't know where to put this I don't know where to put this so I think just like being intentional helped because we Mm -hmm. did like he did move from the apartment that you're talking about into a different apartment and he downsized Yeah, and it was more of a grown up quote unquote yeah. grown up <laughs> apartment and it was a little bit oh, less yeah, chaotic. I, that ap- I forgot about that apartment. Yeah. That, that was- one with Eric was really nice. Yeah. I, mean, I did like that one. That was a good segue. Yeah. I was like, okay, I can live with this man. <laughs> <laughs> you were like, I can do this. There's not red flags all over this. Uh- I also feel like he breaks sort of the Zach specifically breaks at least the stereotype type I have in my mind mm. of someone with OCD. Mm. So I'm like, oh, well, if you have OCD, you must be like super so clean and so organized. Yeah. He's pretty relaxed on most things. Yeah. The only things that really upset him, like we will sometimes like, like things in alignment really bother him. So if there's like I know a the frame, cabinet, yeah. whenever I'm at your house, I'm like, close the cabinet. 
Yes. Close it. <laughs> he, yeah, there's a, Do not a, leave a couple it cabinets where I'm like, oh, this one has definitely some appliance that is like far too big for this cabinet. But hopefully Zach doesn't like realize or sometimes <laughs> I'll just like leave the trash or the dishwasher open. He just gets really upset. It's like, close, close. Uh, so I try and be mindful. But th- we yeah. just got mm-hmm. a fire pit and they put it like a foot off and it's concrete. And we didn't know it was going to be uh-huh. like concrete and like not movable. <gasps> and that really upset him but we've like put plants and oh, kind yeah. of can you kind of balance it, it with mm. like kind of there's like pea gravel underneath it so we put plants like in the pea gravel and like oh, kind of okay. offset it and that helped because otherwise they were gonna have to basically break the concrete and like reset it which is like a lot and so that was the compromise we made. I was like, Zach, we got it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And he was just like, I hate that. It's like a foot off. And I I'm like, know. That's gotta be so stressful when you're thinking about like it gives me anxiety to think about him having anxiety over yeah, things like that. But so I, like I can't imagine what that's like to live with. I know. There's also not seating around it currently because we're waiting for it to ship because I don't know why it's taking so long. But I was like, once mm-hmm. there's like seating around it, like you won't even notice. You can kind of do things to like visually make things make more sense. Yeah. Right. Like putting the chairs in a certain way or like you said with the plants. Mm -hmm. So like for this person who's asking us about the quilt, there are ways that you can compromise. Absolutely. That makes sense. Especially if you can talk to your partner and be like, hey, this is kind of it feels disorganized to me. I know you love it Mm -hmm. and I love that you love it and I love the memories associated with it. But if it is the top cover on our bed it's gonna kind of stress me out yeah is there a way we could make it the underneath cover on the bed so it's still there and you can fold it over yeah. so you can still kind of like see it yeah peek-a-boo kind of vibe yeah so that it's still there because mm-hmm. yeah you got to find ways to compromise otherwise yeah it's that's not that's kind of it you gotta compromise mm-hmm. it can't be one person's right all the time yeah Keith would be like, Becky, you need to tattoo that somewhere. <laughs> so I'm always like, I'm right. You're wrong. I'm right. You're wrong. Shut up. Exactly. Um, well, thanks for writing in. That was like yeah, a thanks, really good hater. question. <laughs> Quilt hater. <laughs> it really tickled me. I was just like, this is a really like sweet. Specific. specific like oddly specific thing. <laughs> and I just loved it. I just thought it was great. Um, okay. This one... She said we can make up a name for her. So we're going to call her Sally. Hey, Sally. Um, so Sally, I'm going to kind of summarize what her um, intro is because okay. it's kind of a long, a long one and go straight to the question. So <clears throat> she and her husband have been together for 15 years and married for 11. They have a two-year-old and a 10-month-old. Um They needed to do IVF and they had lots of setbacks and doctor's appointments. So it was very stressful. Um, And then she, because of COVID restrictions, finally got pregnant um, or because of COVID restrictions, had to go to those appointments alone. Mm. And then she finally got pregnant and had her little man, as she calls him. Um, So she's very excited to be a mom. Mm. Uh, She says, so my issue is with my in-laws, specifically my mother-in-law. She's a very judgmental bitter person. Every single event that I've had for my kids so far, she's found a way to get mad at me. For my baby shower, she was super distant and cold because di- because she didn't feel like she was included enough, even though she never asked if she could help. Not once. Apparently, I was supposed to go to her and ask for help to plan my baby shower that my mom and friends were planning. Then she was mad at me for not talking to her enough during my baby shower. She was supposed to go talk to her. She just sat at a table alone and kind of moped. Um, and I also found out later that she thought my dress for my baby shower was inappropriate. <gasps> my long sleeve knee length bodycon dress. Eye roll emoji. In her words, I guess pregnant women can wear whatever they want these days. Oh, yep, I can. Thanks. I've had two birthday parties for him. And each time she's gotten mad at me for not talking to her enough. Or in her own words, ignoring her and paying more attention to family and friends. I see my father-in-law talking to my husband, all concerned from a distance. And I'm like, I wonder what I did this time. Mm. Last year, we had the unexpected surprise of getting pregnant with our daughter, which is something that we were told was never going to happen. Their first response when we told them, who messed up? (gasps) I have a lot more annoying stories, but I'll spare you. (laughs) Her first birthday is coming up, the daughter. Um, And I am so done with their judgmental antics. 
If something comes up at our birthday, would I be the a-hole if I confronted them right then and there and told them to get it together and stop acting like these events are about them? Usually my husband likes to handle it because I can be a little too blunt. (laughs) Girl, same. (laughs) But I told him if I hear anything at her birthday party, I will say something. And I don't want to hear if I was being too mean. Any advice would be appreciated. Thanks. I feel like the in-law horror stories that I hear online make me very <laughs> grateful. Yeah. I'm like, just... we really don't have that, like, a lot of problems with my in-laws. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. I've heard horror inf- in-law stories. Yeah, yeah just... especially in our emails. You guys get you guys get real. Yeah. Oof. Okay, how would you handle this, Becky? I mean, I would. Some advice my mom gave me before I got married was like, your mother-in-law is going to be like your mother now. And my mom had like a very close relationship with my dad's mom. Mm. So she was like, you should always try and make an effort. Yeah. Like your first response should be to make an effort. Mm -hmm. Um, But I feel like this is a pattern that we're seeing here of this mom putting herself above. But what I'm hearing is the mom, the grandma doesn't feel appreciated. Mm -hmm. So maybe coming at it from a point of empathy of being like, okay, or even just like nipping it in the bud before it happens, preemptively asking her. Yeah. How would you like to be included? Yeah. How would you like to be included in this event? Like, Hey, we're throwing this, you know, our kid's birthday party, what can you, What do you want to bring something? Do you want to help plan? Like, right. how would you like to be involved? Because mm-hmm. um, like family dynamics can vary from yeah. family to family. Like naturally, I think that I would never want to put that on my mother-in-law. Like if, mm-hmm. what, let's say we have a baby shower like years in the yeah. future. I don't think I would go to my mother-in-law first. No. I mean, if she offered, that would be great. But like I am such... like still a recovering people person that like I would only feel comfortable doing that with my mother or my sisters. But I mean, my mother-in-law is like very forthcoming and she'll be like, Hey, I want to help. And it's like very clear, but as to, it just depends on like your relationship with them too. But I could see this person not necessarily wanting to inconvenience someone. Yeah. I feel like the kind of like I mean, I've never had that happen. I guess not to my knowledge. Right. Like my mother-in-law talking about me right. to someone else. But like, I I think that would be really hurtful. Like, I think you can talk to your husband and be like, this is like very hurtful that your mother keeps like talking about me to your father. Like, should we sit down and talk about this? Like very I early think, on. Yeah. As opposed to like knowing that this is clearly fe- has been festering for a while. Yeah. That's what it seems like with the mom. I think she's just like, or the grandma, it seems like she's letting things pile on. Mm-hmm. And then, like... You can't even think clearly after yeah. a certain point because you're like, I'm so mad from, like, the eight times before and I'm never going to get over it now. Yeah, and it kind of seems like she'll look for any excuse to be mad at you. Mm-hmm. And it just compounds onto each other. Yeah. It doesn't even matter if this next time is so small and insignificant in your y- brain. Yeah, I saw something on TikTok that I really loved because I feel like especially taking a baby out in public, you get a lot of unsolicited advice. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's fine. I'm like, whatever. Sometimes it's like really weird and I'm like, ooh. Um, But this girl on TikTok said um, before Thanksgiving, she was like, if someone says something like really like fucked up to you or like, um, you know, your weird uncle is saying something crazy, just look him dead in the eye and say, what a strange thing to say to me. (laughs) And I was like, that is my favorite thing I've ever heard and I am going to use that forever now (laughs) what a strange thing to say to me yeah because like how do you even come back to that so I feel like if the mom is like or the grandma is saying something to you what a strange thing to say to me yeah and then let her elaborate yeah but also the husband I don't know should facilitate some sort of open dialogue to and yeah yeah, you just need to talk. And I feel like a good like tip for trying to talk things out with people, um, this is what I learned, hashtag journalism school. Um, if you just sit there quietly, people will start talking. <laughs> if <laughs> no, you, yeah. Nobody like, likes silence. No, it's also like that's why your therapist doesn't speak immediately after you say something. They're waiting for you to say more. And typically you will fill that space. Mm-hmm. So like open up to your mother-in-law and then just sit there. Just mm-hmm. listen. Yeah. I mean, it puts a lot of work on you, but I also think generationally that's what we're 
that's what we're in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that's that's where we're at. <laughs> you got to help yeah. your parents kind of process. Learn. Yeah. Yeah. Not parent your parents, but start looking at them in a different light. Yeah. And you are like transitioning and you're an adult now. Yeah. So. But if someone said who messed up when it came to like getting <gasps> I know, that pregnant, is... especially if you had to do IVF first and then you got pregnant later on. Right. Without all of that pain and stress. Like but that immediately comes off that's so the first accusatory thing you say. and like blame. Yeah. I would How be like, uncomfortable. Um, nobody messed up. Like, yeah. Hello, are you happy? Yeah. <laughs> the heck? Yeah, it's very bizarre. I mean, I would tell this listener, I think your mother-in-law is a weirdo. Um, I think she's rude. But, guess but I what? think if you want to have a good relationship, Which then you, you, do. you do have to start saying something in the moment. But maybe pre-think of what you're going to say. And don't, yeah, don't yeah. like respond in emotion too quickly, even if you've been yeah. thinking about what you're going to say for a long time. Yeah. Oh my God, my stomach is, do you hear that? I'm I'm wearing headphones and like I can vaguely hear it, but I don't think as loud as you think it is. (laughs) My stomach was like, oh, hello. Um, Yeah. And I think if one blunt girl to another, like think about what you want to say and then think of another way to say it. Like I would think do the pre-drafted email thing uh, before you say what a strange thing to say to me. Maybe (laughs) maybe have an open uh, conversation where there's it doesn't end emotionally or in hard feelings and then if she continues maybe set a little boundary yeah and like try and think of it like is it more important for you to win or is it more important for your kids and your and their grandma to have a good relationship yeah you know when you're going into the let's say you are thinking about it as though you're going into an argument it's like yeah think about if you're trying to go to win the argument then you're gonna win it but there's really no winning but if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. You might feel like, oh, yes, I finally like spoke up and did all this. But if you did it in a way that then strains your relationship more, mm-hmm. that's not going to be helpful for you or for, you know, the grandma. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it is one of those things where you just kind of got to not tiptoe, but kid gloves. Yeah. Use kid gloves with your mother-in-law. Yeah. Because she's not going away, right? Like, right. She's family. She's she's family. She's there. So you need to figure a way to do this. And it sucks that that has to be on you. Yeah. I think is what I, where I would feel kind of annoyed. I'd be like, well, why do I have to do this? Why yeah. is this my responsibility? Why can't this be on your mother? Yeah. She's the adult. She's supposed to be wiser. Why yeah. can't she help guide the conversation? Yeah. 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 Not be bananas. <laughs> yeah. But... We hope that helps. Yeah. Hopefully you can chat with her. Mm-hmm. And if all else fails, like write us again and give I'll, us an update. I'll do a face. I'll, I'll FaceTime her and be like, hey, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um, OK, we've got one more. Okay, And we're going on the train of rude, rude people. Mm. This is just kind of, you know, the theme. Oh, other than the quilt. The quilt was just fun. <laughs> OK, we should have started this episode. Uh Oh, I don't know if that would have been like a good opening question. What do you find what, rude? What do you find rude? Like what is, that is something not, that like you find rude and maybe get like one thing comes to my mind that I get irate in my head about, What is but maybe it? not outwardly. Sometimes I'm outwardly mad on an airplane when you're getting off. People mm-hmm. who stand up and try and like exit the aisle oh my in God. not the correct order. That's happened to me. It makes my blood boil mm-hmm. in a way that I'm like, this is so irrational. I've watched a person so push mad. through and try and get to like the last, the first person in line and they were like running together. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so uncomfortable. It's like shoving. Crazy. I'm also like, you have no idea. You will exit the plane maybe like 15 seconds before me. Can you please? Yeah. We're all going to the same place. I also get if you say something like one time I had someone behind me say, hey, I'm late for my flight. And I wanted to say they were either like, they had a cane that was up at the front of the plane or they had some sort of mobile assistance that they needed at the front of the plane. And they were mm-hmm. like, can I go past? And I was like, of course, like yeah. go for it. Mm-hmm. That's fine. People understand. Yeah. But if you're just a person standing up because you want to go ahead, 
Like one time I was pushed when I was pregnant. <gasps> they like shoved the back of me and I was like from the back. Yeah, it didn't look like I was pregnant. But when you saw me from the front, like you obviously would have known and you don't know what other people like invisible illnesses. You don't know what people are dealing physically with. are dealing with. You shouldn't be pushing. No zipper. It be, should even always I get be a, a zipper. <laughs> I'm already irate just thinking about it. I'm like, it's a zipper. One yeah. aisle goes, then the next. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm but trying to think. That makes me, I think that's very rude. I've had to sit middle seat the last couple of flights, and nothing makes me more mad than mm. people, like, manspreading. I was about to say, people <laughs> or men? Men. Men manspreading and stealing my armrest. Yeah. I feel like it should be an unspoken rule. I mean, I don't want to ho hog both armrests <laughs> the entire time, but I also have like not really a lot of places to go. That's true. So can I put my little elbow back here and you not <laughs> shove it off? <gasps> you got shoved off? It wasn't like intentional, like, oh, okay. but it was like a couple of times where our elbows were touching. So I moved. I was like, ew, <laughs> ew. <laughs> I do feel like airplanes is like a little microcosm of society where you can see like, yeah, when I've been sat between two men, it's like they are making their body as large as possible and have no mm -hmm. no perception mm -hmm. that I'm making my body as small as possible to fit into this seat. I'm mm -hmm. like an Oreo filling. Like yeah, you're just like <laughs> yeah, squished. Mm -hmm. Yeah, plain etiquette. Yeah, that's but like maybe the we should have something like remember in Australia where like everybody walked on one side and like. Do you remember we got yelled at? We were walking on the wrong side oh, of like the path and it was like right. unknown thing that everybody walks on this one side. Like I feel like that should be our thing. Yeah. Like there should be plain etiquette that goes out and it's like this is what everyone is supposed For to do. For some reason California really don't doesn't abide by those rules because like in New York you're supposed to stand on the right side when you're like on an escalator and people walk. Oh, I think it's yeah. just because they have a lot more people coming in and yeah, out that's from true. Europe Toronto, bigger mm, cities. Mm -hmm. So they like abide by that. And there's like a lot more people. Whereas I feel like Lawless here, <laughs> California, like we don't even like respect like the passing lane kind of thing. Oh, no, absolutely not. No. Abs but like when we were driving around in Australia, like people get upset. If yeah. you're like in if you're driving in the I forget what the lanes are called, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I never chaos over here. I don't fuck with any of that. You know chaos. what I mean? I'm like, mm-mm. Yeah. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, I do remember something funny Keith once said to you on an escalator and I say it all the time. To me specifically? Yes. What? I say it all the time now because I thought it was so funny. I was like, Keith, why did you say that? What did it I was do? When we, do you remember when we went to see Metallica? Okay. And we were leaving the Rose Bowl and we were leaving a little early so we could get to our car before everybody leaves. Maggie gets on the elevator and it's one of those where like there's multiple elevators going down. Okay. So you have to go to a lot of them. And Keith said, Maggie, just because the elevator's move or the escalator's moving, an escalator, not an elevator, just because the escalator's moving doesn't mean you don't. What do you mean? Because <laughs> you were standing on the escalator. What do you mean? There wasn't anyone around us and you like got on the escalator and I just stood. To stood. One, I stood to one side. You sound like Zach. There was one time it we was were, so we were funny. Like coming out of like a concert venue and there was like all these people and everyone's moving and there's like one person <laughs> standing in the middle of the sidewalk. He's like, it's a, a sidewalk, not a sidewalk. Stand. <laughs> I was like, Zach, not a side stand. He's like, move. <laughs> See, I feel like maybe that's where other rude people come in is like concert venues. Escalators, I feel like <laughs> so many people stand on them. I think it was specifically because we were trying to leave quickly. And there's no one on it. I, don't I also, I don't move on an escalator because I'm scared to trip. I oh, like okay. that's my like intrusive thought I really is like I'm do going it down. If I'm in a rush to go somewhere, but I don't know. <laughs> Post Metallica. Just because the escalator's moving doesn't mean you don't. <laughs> I forget that Keith's always booking it. Keith oh. is always. I love those um, TikToks and like Instagram reels of like the tall friend and the short friend walking, and it's like the short friend starts getting out of that's breath. You. I just let him go. I'm like, see ya. <laughs> I'll be back here. He's always leading. Anytime we yeah. go anywhere, Keith is like Leads a football the field ahead and <laughs> sticks his little arm up in there. We're like, we're coming, Keith. We're coming. We're coming. Okay. Mm. Here is another rude am I the ass. This is an am I the asshole, but it has to do with rudeness. Okay. Am I the ass. This one I found on the internet. This is not something somebody wrote to us. Um, which also I actually went to the am I the asshole Reddit. Mm -hmm. scary it's a scary place 
also some things are fake on there. Like people just like, like make how do you how do you vet if something's Well, usually I'll go to the comments to see if people are like truly writing back, but like one of them was like I'm a knight and someone stole my princess. I'm like what part of the internet am I on? Um okay. Am I the asshole? My nephews both graduated from high school this morning, and I wanted to sit up front. So I camped out a bit in front of the entrance. I brought my folding, camping chair, and my headphones to listen to my show. I love that he calls it his show. Um, <laughs> that's what my grandma calls hers, or her stories, her shows. Um, about 40 minutes before the school would let us inside, a pregnant woman got next to me, sent somebody let her in line, I assume her partner, and she asked me within five minutes, politely, admittedly, if she could have my chair as she was going to have trouble standing the whole time. I said, no, sorry, I need it more. I have bad knees, bad feet, and went back to my things. She asked me again within two minutes, and the answer was the same. <sighs> She, however, got a little mad at me and said that she was going to be struggling the whole time and asked her partner to tell me. He asked me himself politely, and I again responded that, sorry, but I need it more, and suggested she could wait in their car or just sit on the ground. At this point, the husband directly called me an asshole, but then left me alone. Oh, Am I the asshole for not giving this lady my chair? <gasps> Yikes. I feel like no. Awkward. No. Uh, I feel like no. I would have also no. <laughs> I feel like I would have just volunteered. I'd be like, I'm sorry. No, I really need this. I'm going to be here for a while. Like if your partner wants to go get you another chair, I will hold your spot. Yeah. Like, if you want to go I wait think somewhere that's else. nice. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll hold your spot if you want to go sit in your car. Yeah. Target's but down the street. <laughs> asking someone for their chair because you didn't bring a chair. Yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> that's crazy. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh-uh. That's a lot. Like I get getting on, you know, a bus and you're pregnant. Right. And the bus someone is getting a up. public space. Yeah. Which I was actually, I remember being in New York and I was a little miffed because I had to take these two trains to get to my friend Natalie because she was in, um, I don't know, it's irrelevant to the story. I forget <laughs> what part of town she's in. Though. Okay. <laughs> it's near, what's the place that's near Astoria? Queens? Queens. She yeah. lives in Queens. Um, and we were in Manhattan, so I had to take, like, two trains to get to her. Okay. Um, and I was visibly pregnant at the time, or what I thought was visibly pregnant. I was pretty pregnant. Um, and nobody ever offered me, even when it got crowded, nobody ever offered me a seat. And I got to Natalie's, and I was like, oh, I was so excited to be pregnant. And someone would be like, here, ma'am, have my seat, you pregnant woman. Like, it wasn't that I was even that tired. I just, like, yeah. wanted to have the experience. And Natalie was like, well, maybe nobody wanted to be rude. You're wearing a big coat, like... You say uh, all the time, don't assume that someone's pregnant. And I was like, oh, shit, you're right. Yeah. And she said, um, she said the thing that she does when she's on a train and she sees someone who she thinks might be pregnant or even someone that's like older who might need a seat, she makes eye contact and then just gets up. Mm. She's like, I don't say anything. I don't make a big deal about I'm getting up. I'm going to stand over here. I let them decide if they want to take my seat. That's good. And I was like, I feel like that's a good way to do it. Yeah, because you're not really ice, like singling them out. And yeah. you're like, I will offer my, imagine you get swiped by who knows who. <laughs> so, someone's just like, <laughs> you're like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think this lady being pregnant like automatically gives her. The right to other people's chairs. Yeah, <laughs> especially if the other person came prepared with their shows. Nobody wants to. Yeah. I'm also like, she knew she was pregnant. Mm -hmm. You know when you're pregnant, standing for a long time is tough. Like, why wouldn't you bring the chair? Yeah. Hmm. No. There need to be a little more foresight on, foresight on this person's part. Yeah, slam dunk, not the asshole. Not the asshole. 100% <laughs> I do not think this man was an asshole. And I do think it was also actually kind of nice of him to write that they were asking politely. Like he was being, mm -hmm. he was like, they were being nice. I just, I'm not going to give them my chair. Yeah. <laughs> Has anyone ever asked you for something like ridiculous in a public space? Like, mm. I guess I don't even know an example. Something like that. Uh, a request that is just so out there i can't think of a specific one yeah me neither i feel like whenever someone's asked me something it's been in like earnest mm -hmm. like or something an reasonable. older woman asked me to bring her groceries out to her car yeah it's and never like, been like okay <laughs> a person i didn't know asking sure. for something for me to go above and beyond yeah yeah no i feel like i would actually 
probably be. I'd be so stunned I wouldn't be able to speak for a second. I'm like, I'm sorry, what did you ask me? Yeah. I also feel like the Midwestern politeness and people pleasing aspects of us would have like already done it. We'd be like, please, God, take our chair. Yeah, I don't want to have this conversation. I want to get out of here. I want to. I want to not be talking anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the internet also agreed that this man was not the asshole that like, yeah, if you're, you, you need to have some foresight into bringing your own chair. You knew what this situation yeah. was going to re- be. I've heard from other friends who like have bought like a Delta comfort plus seat to switch with someone in main cabin so they could sit with their significant other or something like that. Like, yeah. They asked, so they asked Someone who is sick, because what's Comfort Plus? Just like more leg room? Yes, it's they extra leg room. And you pay more for that. Exactly. They wanted someone to switch so they could sit, sit. with their significant other or child. I can't remember who it was. I think That's it might have been a significant other because they were crazy. like, I paid extra for the seat. Like, what do you, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. I would flat out be like, absolutely not. I paid more for this. Yeah. Mm. Why would I go back if I yeah. paid more for it? Yeah. Or like, yeah, even if you do have kids, I get that you can get split up because I've gotten split up. Our tickets have gotten split before me and Keith. Mm -hmm. So I could see how stressful that would be if it was you and a child. Right. But then I would offer to switch the opposite way. Right. You know what I mean? I would offer whoever was in the higher paid seat. I would be like, do you want my nicer seat? Yes. And I'll take your less expensive seat so that I can sit with my child. Right. So it was a four hour flight and then... My friend obviously said, um, I, I don't think so. Yeah. And it was just like awkward tension the entire time. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Yeah. That someone would just be like, oh, and I want to sit with my, mm-hmm. I want to sit with my boyfriend or my husband or partner or whatever. Can you switch? Yep. And no offer of like, can you switch? I'll give you the, I'll pay you the difference of the seat. Yeah. Which I don't know how that actually works. I don't know if it's like the same flat rate the entire time or if you've booked ahead of time. I feel like flights, it's always just like on a sliding scale. So who even knows? I guess I have no idea. Yeah. Who even knows how much that upgrade would be? We fly Southwest. And I know Zach has thoughts on that. I saw. Um, I saw it. And I'm here to say publicly Zach's wrong. (laughs) Zach's wrong. And I'm not afraid to call him out. Oh my God. is W-R-O-N-G. Southwest is a star. It is a stellar airline. There's not a lot of places that Southwest flies that we go. So that's one reason. Well, you know where they do fly? Burbank to Midway. There you go. (laughs) And you know what other airlines do? Not a lot. That's true. (laughs) Not a lot. But... I understand the free bag, but... Two, Maggie. Two free bags. We like to to travel light. We like to travel light over here. (laughs) What? No, you don't. Yeah. (laughs) Don't spread lies on the internet. What do you mean? We like to travel light. We like to travel carry on. We love to travel carry on. Rainy, she is lying through her teeth right now. We go to New York... Pretty frequently uh-huh. to see Zach's parents, and we get shamed if we bring a big bag because you do bring a big bag. You're we've big been, bag people. We've been, You're I mean little someti- people with big bags. Sometimes we have coats. Sometimes we have multiple coats. coats. But we strive for carry-ons. It is nicer, quicker, and we've had bags bags lost. So we have trust issues. We are. We brought a little bag to Greece. <laughs> We brought a little bag to Greece. Did you both bring a little bag? We did. Do you double, double, big, big double bags? little bags? Double, double bags. Double little bags. We strive. <laughs> Unless we lies. have to bring coats. She's spreading lies on these podcasts. Coats and boots. Coats and boots. Oh, first it was just coats. Now it's coats and coats boots. Coats and boots. Sometimes there's a big bag thrown in there, but we strive for little bags. When you're getting on ferries, when you are jumping from place to place, That's little true. bags. We want little bags. We brought little, little bags. bags to Greece too. Little bags. We brought little bags. So, but two free carry on or two free checked bags. We like travel per person. We like to travel it. <laughs> full of lies. Another issue I have with Zach Kornfeld. He said people are screaming when you get on, like go, go, go. This is a lie. This is a bold faced lie. You know what you do on Southwest? Mm-hmm. You have your little ticket. You look at where you are in the order, and then yes, you have to have a conversation with a stranger to figure out if they're ahead of or behind you. But you know what they do on fucking Delta? Every man for themselves. It's this is group A and group B could be standing in front of group A and you're elbowing. You're fighting. You don't even know where you. There's chaos. There's no order. (laughs) Southwest order order. And the flight attendants angels. 
stars. They have to deal with a lot of, you know, craziness. They're angels. They're so nice. They're like, here, my how can I, assi- not knowing where how my can seat I assist is. you? It's like going to the movie theaters. What Remember when it was a free where your seat is? You just get on and you pick a seat. <sighs> <sighs> you look at it and you go, there. there. There's where I was. But I will say, I can see why you and Zach wouldn't like Southwest mm. with your history mm. of being late to the airport and or missing your flights. <laughs> Why do I keep getting singled out? This is like, this has happened to Zach separately. Leave me. Do you hear this? Becky, why are you coming for me? Actually, Maggie, I have a list here of all the problems that I have with things Zach has said over the last 10 years. Okay. Number one. (laughs) I am calling him out. I am calling him out. As his wife, you are my sounding board now. Oh my God. If he didn't throw that first stone. I would not have to get in the battle. I would not have to get in the fight. <laughs> but I'm here. I put up my dukes. Mm-hmm. And I'm ready to fight. And if I have to fight you because he's not here. <laughs> I know, Becky. <laughs> Becky just wants us to go on more vacations together. That's true. That's so we can what... hop on the same airline and just like party. Well, you are supposed, this is your year of travel, according to the. <laughs> All the horoscopes yeah. and my lunar new year sign yeah maybe me being alone meant that i was gonna be alone like bumped up to first whatever above first class is i was gonna sit with the pilot that's how first (laughs) that's how that's gonna fly exclusive only three seats up there yeah that's (laughs) me that's That's what i'm gonna do (laughs) all right i'll stop picking on you Thank you. And for Zach, <laughs> I'll pick on him when I see him. <laughs> Zach and I set up a bird feeder like two months ago. <gasps> no Speaking birds. of travel, bird feeders. Those birds are traveling to your house for the winter. <gasps> so many birds. No. Okay. Okay. So, so you have to explain because you showed me the pictures of it, but I don't have a visual of what it looks like on the outside. So you got a bird feeder. So for Christmas, my parents got Zach and I as a joint gift. We got a birdie buddy. Which is very exciting. It's basically a ring camera built in to a birdhouse. And it's very (laughs) magical. Zach and I thought we were going to have like so many exotic birds coming to say hello. The exotic birds of Southern California. Hey, 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 hey. (laughs) We have a lot of green spaces near our house. That's true. We have parks and big trees. So I was like, hey, there may be like more birds over (gasps) here. We were excited. But it's also been pretty rainy so we set it up my friend samra told me to get chili crusted bird seeds because apparently it does not bother birds but it does bother squirrels we have a lot of interesting fact that birds don't have a spice taste the taste bud for spice yeah they can eat it just like regular bird seeds it does not bother them bother them it does not harm them well i wonder what it does to their poop yeah i don't think it yeah i don't samra told me it was completely safe so i was like samra's a wildlife biologist yeah she she has her master's degree she's very knowledgeable (laughs) so she told me to buy that because we do have a lot of squirrels in our garden street area so. and it doesn't hurt the squirrels the squirrels just don't like the way is that like i don't know if yuck. it actually well it does affect the squirrels so i think that luckily no vis- no squirrel visitors because <laughs> we had to put it somewhere pretty strategic yeah um no squirrel vid- visitors but if they were to come we would get a notification and it would be like squirrel but that hasn't happened so <laughs> it would be we, like squirrel squirrels here <laughs> and Maggie so would run outside <laughs> I'd be so upset. Graham. So many squirrels that, that love to dig through <laughs> our planters and things like that. But anyway, we set it up. I was going to move it, but it sat there for like two months. I was like, maybe this isn't like a great spot because you also don't want to put it too much in the open because it like makes them more vulnerable to predators. <gasps> so we kind of like put it in a tree. It's like but, a wildlife documentary where you're like yeah. you're following one animal and then all of a sudden they're like, and the little bee. <laughs> and, you know, then something comes and eats it. And because of the camera, you have to put it, like, close enough to your Wi-Fi. Oh, So I'm I like, see, there's I a see. lot of little restrictions. So mm-hmm. we found a place finally. And I was like, I can't really move it. So we just waited. And one day, last week, after two months, we had our first visitor. You had your first visitor? And uh, is it beautiful? What does it look like? It was. Do you have a bird book? So it does tell you... It, Guesstim- it can guess like what bird it is and like you can use Google oh, obviously. That's fun. So this morning we had a house finch, a male and a female come and on a visit date. and they 
will take like little videos for you and little snapshots. <laughs> and it is <laughs> look at these little birds just they're coming like and looking hanging. in the camera. Coming and hanging. They're like, hello. But the first time it happened, uh, there's also like other bird feeders that you can like subscribe to. So there was like one that automatically <laughs> just got attached to my account and I kept thinking it was my bird feeder, but it was like a bird feeder somewhere in Hawaii. So they get really cool birds compared to. So you can like tap into other people's feeds. Uh-huh. Whoever like sh- shares them with you publicly. And then there's a. It's Instagram for birds. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, or no, it's, um, what was that one that we all loved? The, t- on a, you take it, it's like. Be real. Be real. Be real. It's be real for birds. <gasps> oh, my God. It's pretty good. <laughs> and then we got, let's see, morning doves. <gasps> we got them visiting. And they were eating, like, a lot of the seeds that were on the ground. I mean, my friend had one of these. She lives in New York, and mm-hmm. she lives by Prospect Park. And she got, like, cardinals and, like, all these cool birds. Whoa. But she ended- eventually had to move it because she had a very small deck, and it does make a big mess. Oh, from when they like knock the seeds off and yeah, stuff. And they just get crazy. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening to us again. We're so happy that you could sit with us. As always, like, comment, subscribe, send us your questions, send us your Am I the Assholes? Um, we love to help, big and small. Um, send us your updates if we've ever answered one of your questions. It's you can sit with us pod at gmail.com. And until next time, make sure you're getting vaxxed. Mm-hmm. Take all the COVID precautions you need to. Um, wash your, oh my God, wash your hands. Just <laughs> wash them. Don't listen to people on the internet that say you don't need to wash your hands. Yeah. Um, register to vote. Vote when you can. Um, what else do we say? Pee after sex. Be nice to people. Be nice to your servers. Tip your servers. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.